You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is going to be huge. 360 in the contract, never that. I just take the contact, I'll bring it back. I'm running on the fast break, behind the back. Yeah, this, that, this, that, this, that. Dirk with the Mavs. Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined on this What If Week, the mailbag of the What If Week. I am joined by my co-host, writer at Mavs.com, still trying to pull up his program. I got it. I what, got it now. Okay, what you got for me, Isaac Harris? Oh, gosh. What I have for you. So, you got I a, went to... You got a nice coffee table book today. I did get a nice coffee table book today. Um, it's about dirt. It's really cool. I thought about sharing it on Twitter, and then I was like, no, you know what? I might just keep this gym to myself. and just <laughs> Until uh, I spoiled it for thousands of people. Except, yeah, until Nick spoiled it for the thousands. But you'll never know what it's called. <laughs> so I uh, I went to court today. Dun, 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 dun. Did you ball, so I, did you ball on this court? I wish. Did I tried you, to ball on this court. Did you racquetball? <laughs> racquetball no it's like actual court so oh. i got this like speeding ticket for going 11 miles an hour over the speed i was going 51 and a 40 That's, 40 is so dumb it needs to go by increments of five super frustrating and i've taken this road a thousand times right beside my house so i get pulled over literally like in the neighborhood in my house um and i'm like oh cool my house is right down the street this is awesome but anyway long story short yeah, I signed this agreement basically saying that I would do something with my car, like register, because I hadn't registered my car because I was like a student last year and like all this different stuff, doing my master's, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I got the speeding ticket. I'm like, you know what? I don't think I should have the speeding ticket because I signed this agreement saying that I would like do this thing with my cars. I'm like, I'm going to court. I've never been to court before in my life. And it was the most terrifying thing ever. Sitting in this courtroom and like I walk up and they're like, Do you plead guilty or yeah, non guilty? Yeah. I'm like, What? What? I'm not I didn't kill somebody. Like <laughs> and it was just uh I am in my late twenties and uh I felt like I was like fifteen <laughs> years old today and I was like super intimidated and super scared, even though it's like the smallest thing ever. Um but yeah, I got the price down taken taken down by a lot but i got to do, do this like i don't know online driver's course and defensive driving yeah that thing you know what's crazy is it, it's just a pure lesson for people in life of it it just takes one time all of my friends and my wife and my dad kill me because i'm the slowest driver i don't speed i don't care about cars like i could just drive the craziest like crabbiest pickup truck and i literally go like under the speed limit like I know, I'm a super old man, all right? And for some reason, this day, I did, and I get caught, and I get a ticket, and I'm like, literally, The one time. I never speed. Like, I go so slow all the time. And, uh, yeah, I did that one day, and I get slapped with the ticket. So, anyway, that's my life today. None of you actually care, but that was my court. I was scared rant. I care. Now we have to give all the money we make from this podcast to Isaac to pay for his ticket. (laughs) (laughs) I was speeding to get home to record for a podcast. (laughs) It's true. It's true he was. (laughs) All right, today on the podcast, like I mentioned earlier, we're doing the mailbag of the what if. We're doing part one. 
Part one of, we don't know, could be two, could be three, depends on how long we take. You know that we are long-winded on topics. You know we know how to stretch really small topics and go on tangents and talk about random things. Uh, I had an interview today, and the, like, the person I was interviewing with got on this random tangent, and she was like, man, I don't know how we got down this road. I don't know how we got to this tangent. And I was like, it happens to me literally every night. <laughs> <laughs> Have you listened to Lockdown yeah. Max? If you listen to my podcast, <laughs> I, it was like totally natural for someone to go on a tangent and me just, you know, go with it. <laughs> You're just like, I listen to Isaac do this all the time. <laughs> did I mention LeBron? Yeah. <laughs> that she, really gets him She going. did mention LeBron. But oh she used, uh, this is an interesting thing she did. She used a, uh, you know how you say when you're talking about a scenario and you say, yeah, well, you know, Johnny over there or you know, just you say like yeah. a name. She said, "Yeah, well, you don't want to be the last guy there when Jack Sparrow over there is blah blah." I was like, "Jack Sparrow, Jack Sparrow, <laughs> random." Like, why do you have to? <laughs> well, I referenced those movies. Yeah. Those movies are trash. <laughs> it's just a random. Like, you could have just brought out like any random name. Like, even my name. I was sitting right there, or her own name would have been fine. But like, Jack Sparrow, Jack Sparrow is so random to bring up. <laughs> so. All right, so today we're getting to our mailbag, and uh, we got a whole bunch of questions from you guys. Got a whole bunch of questions. Before we even started this whole week, we got a bunch of questions from you at Lockdown Mavs. By the way, I'm going to check right now. Lockdown Mavs Twitter account is 946 followers, so that means we're 54 followers away from 1,000. That's pretty cool, because that Twitter account hasn't been up forever. No, it, we, we started that when we first took over the podcast, I think, so... Yeah, like a year ago. Yeah, May of last year. So, yeah, it's been a, it's been a little while, Isaac. <laughs> a little while since we've been doing this daily podcast. I was having lunch with a member of the Mavericks organization the other day, and they asked... Um, Did his name start with, with C and end with Ubin? <laughs> I'm not answering any of these questions. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> And uh, and he and he asked me, "Are you still doing a daily podcast on uh, the Mavericks uh, right now?" I was like, "Well, we've cut it down to like three and blah blah blah." And it was cool. We talked about the community that's built that's been built around this podcast because of you guys. Because you guys are awesome. Shout out to the Raccoon Squad. Shout out to all of you, Raccoon Squad. By the way, that makes me wonder. Do you think that we did more podcasts this summer? And we're still like a month away from the season. Uh, we're three weeks away from media day as of Thursday. Do you think we've done more podcasts just on this podcast than any other Mavericks podcasts all combined have done episodes this summer? All you said, you kind of cut out. You said all, all other Mavericks podcasts combined. <laughs> yeah. Do you think we've done more episodes this summer than all the other Mavericks podcasts combined? Oh, for sure. I mean, that's that's not even a conversation. But I mean, I don't know how many Mavericks podcasts are out there. There's a good deal of them now. Like, there's I, I know one uh, by my. There's numbers friends, on the board. There's, Bobby and Skin. There's no yeah. Bobby and Skin's the numbers on the board. There's the Mavs Fanatic podcast that I started that they still use my intro without my permission. There's the uh, <laughs> Blue Hardwood podcast that I went on earlier this summer. Uh, there's the uh, there's like an o, OG or OD podcast. It's the guy Mavs Draft on Twitter. He has one. Oh, he's a good follow. I don't know who he is, though. Mavs Draft, if you listen to this, 
Shout out. You say you're credentialed, so I don't know who you are, though. So if you're credentialed, you you got to be there at games or something. So find me and be like, introduce yourself as, hey, I'm yeah, Mavs yeah, yeah. Draft. Or it's somebody I know, and it's just like your Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing. There's the Oh, there's a Mavs Moneyball podcast, but they haven't done any this summer. <laughs> there's uh, I think there's a couple others. I've, I've, I feel like I've seen a couple others, but, but yeah. Yeah. So. Fish doesn't have one. Did we ever tell you guys that Fish was offered this podcast before Mike and uh, and Jake were, were offered this podcast? Because <laughs> he was. <laughs> David Locke called Fish first. And then we told him it was daily. Fish was like, heck no. No, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> so, can, you, can you imagine? So I know he'll probably never hear this. So you're welcome, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to say anything oh, else. Oh, the on off that. season. Oh, the off season. We have too much fun on this podcast. All right. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get into the. Let's now we're nine minutes into the podcast. I'll put a. I'll put a number thing on here that we didn't start until nine minutes into the podcast. There you go. But uh, but when we come back, we'll hit our first mailbag what if question, and it's a good one. It's about 2007. Isaac, our first mailbag question comes from Forgotten Maverick, our guy Mike Frailer over there at the... Oh, we forgot the Forgotten Mavericks podcast. We forgot to mention that one. Oh, yeah. That's actually like... I would put that right with numbers on the board. Like, that's pretty good. That's a good yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah with, it is like random one. older Mavericks. I don't like... some For some reason, I don't put it in the same Mavericks category because it doesn't, doesn't talk about current Mavericks. It's almost like yeah, a... It's like a random niche. Yeah, like, well, it's like a different genre. You know what I mean? It'd be like a, a Dallas Wings WNBA podcast. No, get out of here with it. That's a, that's the... <laughs> your hate on the WNBA irks me. That, how's that hate? I'm saying that's like a specific podcast for that. No, it's like a... It's like we're doing science... He, it's like he's doing history and we're doing like science fiction. You know, it's like they're just completely different genres. So I don't yeah. put them... In. Anyway... Uh, he said, "The Warriors. What if the Warriors didn't make the playoffs in 2007? This is an interesting one. If the Warriors hadn't make hadn't made the playoffs, and this is the we believe Warriors that beat the Mavericks when they were the number one seed and won 67 yeah, games like and all that stuff. If they hadn't have made the playoffs, the team that would have made the playoffs, let's just say it would have gone in order of whoever was next, was the Clippers. <laughs> Give us that, that dub. That Clippers." Team was Elton Brand, Corey Maggette, Katino Mobley, Sam Cassell, and the Caveman Chris Kamen. Ooh! The Mavericks were actually one and two against the Clippers that season during the regular season, but I'm pretty sure they would have they would have taken that team out pretty easily. Yeah, we would have smashed them. Then in the second round, they would have played the Utah Jazz. Uh, Darren Williams, Darren, Carlos Boozer, Carlos Boozer, and can you name anyone else on that team, Isaac? Oh, stop it. Meme Okur. Yep, Okur was um, the starting center. And- Andre Karolinko. AK-47 was the starting t- three. Um, Matt Matt Barnes' best friend, Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher was on the scene. This is when he got out of uh, – when he left L.A., he wanted to go to, to Utah and because he wanted to get better health care for, like, his daughter. He used that excuse, like, three or four times. <laughs> I don't remember that. It was just a weird, weird scenario. But anyway, yeah, he was in Utah. A young – Paul Millsap, a 21 year old Paul Millsap on this team, that as well a as really a 19 year old CJ Miles. Wow, 19. Yeah, he barely played, but Paul Millsap actually played 
like real rotation minutes. Um, hmm. So they would have beaten that team too, I think. I think they, Here's my only thing with with saying that they would, um, they probably would roll right over them, not roll right over. Yeah, but they played roll, but they played Utah three times that season, and two of those times Utah beat them by 15 and then like 20 something. So that doesn't always tell everything, but the fact that Utah beat them pretty good uh, twice that season. I would say it'd been a a pretty good series, um, yeah. Yeah, it would it would have been interesting. Um, yeah, it's hard to tell. <laughs> it's hard to know, you know, going back and thinking about okay, well, you know, who was injured and you know all that kind of stuff. And I'm gonna go look back because I'm pretty sure I saw that Utah. Yeah, the Mavericks did lose. They were so they were down. Uh, one to two in both of those series during the regular season. So that would have been interesting. Uh, but then let's say they get past the Jazz. They go against the Spurs. And this is peak big three. This is like Tim, 30-year-old Tim Duncan in his prime, 24-year-old Tony Parker, and like 27-year-old Manu Ginobili. They're all in their prime at this point. And they're just rolling. I don't think they would have gotten past this team. See, I don't know. They beat the – okay, here's the thing. If we're – Pretty much the only thing we got to go off of is what they did in the regular season. They beat that Spurs team three out of four times that year, and the only time they lost to that Spurs team was the very first game of the season. Um, For both teams, it was their opening night game. So, yeah, I mean, let's just say if they got past the Spurs, they would have waxed LeBron in the finals just like the Spurs did. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I like... I feel like if they got past, it, we kind of talked about this last time about how like just Golden State played this like certain style of basketball and just how they just played that series and everything. But yeah, I mean Utah is not a hard opponent, but I think they could have got past them and then like they had the confidence going, they would have the confidence going to that Spurs series because they pretty much beat them every time that year. Yeah. Um. But. I mean, who knows? If somebody else gets in there, do they make a run and make it to the finals? You never know. Yeah, it's it's really hard to know. Uh, that team, that Spurs team, also had Michael Finley on it, uh, which is a, an interesting little wrinkle in that kind of in that series. That, yeah, uh, that he was back. All right, next question. This is from Tanner C. Black. How far do the Mavericks go if they don't trade for Rondo? So this is the 2014-15 <laughs> season. And the Mavericks lost in the first round in five games to this the Rockets team, the the Rockets team of destiny that went to the conference finals. <laughs> this is the team with Hart, really young Harden, Dwight Howard, and then uh, Trevor Reza. Jet was on this team, and then Josh Smith and Corey Brewer, who just went off yeah. in that in that Clippers series and took them out. Um, I don't, I still, I don't think that they beat that team. I was gonna say. Um... Not very far, yeah, or the same, they, or the same. They may have won like one more game in this series, but yeah, I don't. There's there's a chance though that they could have been a, a higher seed though. Listen, this I get why. Um, what was it Tanner? I get why Tanner asked this question because when you look back historically at this Jameer Nelson, Jay Crowder, like that whole squad, um, like they were like historically offensively like. Like, it's crazy. Some of the stats you look at before Rondo came. But when you boil things down, you're you're not winning a title with Jameer Nelson. Like, that's just... 
wasn't going to be. And like, that's why they swung for the fences with Rondo. And that's a trade. That's, that's another scenario. when we're doing these, what ifs over the past couple weeks, you know, I'll, I will bash the Mavericks forever about the Steve Nash thing. The 2011 thing, I understand. And the Rondo thing, I understand. Like, that's a trade you do. Like, with, I, I had no problem them doing the Rondo trade. So, yeah, I mean, how far would they have went if they didn't make the trade and you kept Jameer Nelson, Jay Crowder, blah, blah, blah? Like, same thing, basically. If, for the fun of it, if they do beat the Rockets, you're probably not beating the Clippers with Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre, and all them. Therefore, Chris Paul would actually make it to a Western Conference Finals. <laughs> oh, the irony. Oh, Rondo the irony. ruining more lives. <laughs> oh, man. That's right. enough Rondo talk. All right, next question. This comes from Sean Bush. How? Man. Sean, my man. I like Sean. What if the Josh Howard and Jason Terry trade for Kobe Bryant actually went down? So... This was a actually, comment. I actually have the clip by this from Cuban, unless you have it. Like the actual quote that he said? Yeah. Yeah, th- this was in the 2007 offseason, and uh, Mark Cuban, you know, was talking about this and said that it was, you know, possible. Um, if you have it, go ahead and read it. But Yeah, this is, so Tim McMahon wrote uh, wrote this uh, actually in 2016. He taught it was a story he did with Cuban on 2007, and Cuban told him I could have sworn that we had a done a deal done for Josh Howard and Jet. Um, and then going on, he goes, I was telling telling all the stagehands at Dancing with the Stars, it was done. Uh, he said, then Mitch Kupchak and Jerry Buss, or whoever, talked him out of it. Uh, as far as, like, Kobe. Talked that's him when or Kobe? Talked Kobe out of it? Kobe, because that's when Kobe, you know, was wanting to be traded and, like, all that stuff. Mitch and- Kupchak and Jim Buss ruining more lives. Yeah, so that was pretty much the like the deal on the table was, you know, Josh Howard and Jet for for Kobe and man, my little twelve year old self would have been so devastated. <laughs> you have been crying. I would have been home. so mad. I may I may have become a Mavericks fan like faster because <laughs> I love I still love Dirk, but yeah, and this was after I'm pretty I'm pretty sure this, this well this was right was, after they got bounced by the Warriors. Yeah, this is the 07 offseason, so it had, it would have just been that that summer. And uh, so that 07 offseason would have been going into the 2007-08 season. And then the next season after that, the Lakers make the trade for Pau Gasol. Mm. So Kobe goes through one more year of torture. And then, well, the next year actually wasn't too bad for the Lakers because they had Andrew Bynum, who was become, he was like an all-NBA player that year, I think. And they had Odom still. and um so man, what would have happened? I think the Mavericks would have won two titles. It's it's difficult because you and have maybe to really, 2011. So like, they, we're I think doing, they would won three titles. We're doing this like rapid fire kind of like we briefly looked at some of these situations. Obviously, I had this link pulled up, but like I didn't dive like the other ones. I didn't dive into like salary cap space and like all that stuff yeah, back yeah, then. Yeah. But you would have had to roll with. A Dirk because somewhere I read in this uh, in this story or I was reading somewhere else that you know they had um, they had talked about like they would have included draft picks in this deal they would have included um, they would have taken back a contract draft from the Lakers. picks which they did nothing with so <laughs> yeah they would have taken back a contract from the Lakers at that point uh, which they didn't have many contracts back then that were big like they had like Lamar Odom. 
Um, but uh, but no, well, like, she was actually good then. It, that would have been a, you know a good thing for them to do. But yeah, so like you look at it and say, you know, could you have rolled forward with a if you still make the trade for kid and did like a you know a kid a kid can you imagine a kid Kobe Dirk you know trio. Uh, what would that look yes. like going forward for three titles for, for years to come? It. Now, here's the thing: the rest of the roster would have been trash, Who like cares? because they would have had to try to find a way of get to get rid of Dampier, um, some of these other guys like a Stackhouse, like what you know, like these guys making Karan Butler, like those guys would have been gone because Kobe and Dirk together, and then if you'd made that trade for Kid. Like you would have been super strapped for cash, and I don't even know if that that the trade kid kid thing might not have happened. But it's one of those things of saying, if you paired Dirk with Kobe, how would that? I don't this know. This is it's, how it's interesting. This is how it would have panned out. It would have been excellent. They would have had trouble. De- no way, Nick. You're gonna be pro Kobe. They would have trouble defending the rim. But here's the thing with Kobe: is the reason why Shaq and him did not work out is because Kobe did not respect Shaq's work ethic. He did not respect the way that Shaq would play himself into shape when he came into the regular season. He would come into the training camp out of shape, and he would just play himself into shape during the season, and he didn't really take it seriously. There may be nobody that takes the game more seriously than Dirk Nowitzki in the entire league, you know, besides Kobe. Yeah, and so they, if Kobe would have been paired with Dirk, he would have seen Dirk. He would have had so much respect for him. They would have pushed each other. They would have learned how to work well together. They would have, man, they would have really figured it out. And gosh, that that pairing would have been pretty incredible. I will laugh in your face if you're one of the people that says, "Well, if Nash stayed, um, Nash and Dirk could not have worked," and you would argue Kobe and Dirk could work. Um, I'm not huh. one of those people. You're not one of those people, but. My, like if you're one of those people thinking, oh man, that's crazy, but yet you're bashing the Nash thing. If you didn't, if you don't think Nash and Dirk would have worked long term, then Kobe and Dirk would not have worked long term. <laughs> so, I think they both would have been fine. I think Nash would have been easier for him than Kobe because I think Kobe would demand the ball a tad bit more <laughs> than just Steve, a, just a little more, uh, just a tad. Um, but still, I mean, you would have two of the top. Um, 15 players of all time. So, And two of the top five scores ever. Yeah, which is insane to even think about. I can't even imagine Kobe in a freaking Mavs jersey. Yeah, it'd be wild. By the way, Kobe's doing some kind of like... What on sp- earth? He's doing some kind of like speaking tour today because he's taking pictures with every single rookie. He took a picture with, with Luka Doncic today. He took a picture with... Uh, Frank Nilakina today with Kuzma. Same exact picture, which is super creepy. That was kind of weird looking. Like he is almost like who's the um, who's Benedict Cumberbatch's character on uh, the Avengers? Oh, uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, he's like Doctor Strange. Like, how many gyms can you be in, bro? Like, you're in so many. Somebody posted a picture of of uh, Kobe and Giannis today too. Yeah, I'm like, where are you at? Like, you're in all these different places and. I did see a late, uh, one of your Lakers beat writers uh, with a funny... Uh, Why has it got to be t- one of mine? Because you're a Lakers guy. You follow all these people. And one of them is like... I think it was Harrison Feigen yeah. or okay, Feigen. Yeah, that's my where, guy. <laughs> and, he, and he was like, when you don't take an official position with the Lakers so you can tamper all you want. Yep, I'm like, oh, yep. that's a good tweet right there. <laughs> oh, man. Kobe also just went on this... Uh, have you ever seen Rhett and Link? 
on uh, no. on YouTube. They have this show, Good Mythical Morning, and they did this. They did this like uh, game where they have a piece of like regular beef and then a piece of Kobe beef and prepared in different ways. And you had to guess which one was which. <laughs> anyway, um, the next. Let's get to the uh, the next what if question. This one is one of my all time favorites. It's one this that is I actually joked created. about on the podcast. That Samwise ATL stole from me. And that everyone that ever has used this stole from me. But uh, we'll get to it in just one second. All right, Isaac. The next what if question. What if Maxi Kleba is really Dirk Nowitzki's secret love child from Würzburg, Germany. All right, the next question in our mailbag. What if Maxi Kleba is really Dirk's secret love child from Würzburg? This question comes from Samwise ATL. However, is that you? This what if really comes from me. <laughs> Explain your theory, Nick. <laughs> okay. Dirk, just about, you know, 26 years ago, would have been, you know, 24 years old. He's at the height of his, you know, he's at the height of his powers. He's just coming into his own. He's becoming an all-star. He's becoming an all-NBA player. He's becoming one of the greatest players in the world. He's not tied down yet, and he's becoming, he's the biggest thing in all of Germany. David Hasselhoff wishes he could be him. And Dirk is back in Germany in his hometown visiting his family. And Dirk has a one-night stand. He forgets about. She never calls. She was too scared to. She was too scared to try to contact him. She had no way to either. 26 years later, Dirk learns he has a child. It was a son. (laughs) He has grown up to be a basketball player. But he won't tell the world. He's too scared to. He's too afraid to admit to the world and to his own wife the mistake that he made so long ago. But he decides that he needs to be involved in his child's life. And so he convinces the Dallas Mavericks to bring him on their roster. That man is Maxi Kleba. He is now on the Mavericks <laughs> roster. And he will continue to be on the Mavericks roster because he is Dirk's illegitimate child. My only question with this, wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't Dirk have to be 14? Or 15 years old? Dirk's, Dirk, no, Maxi and me are the same age. He's 26, and Dirk is 40. Exactly. Am I doing the math wrong? Yes. He would have been 14. And Dirk is not 50. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I've seen, like, I, we've seen stories. Nick, I mean, hey. Dirk, at 15 years old, you never know. You never know, and he would have—he would have looked a lot big. He would have looked definitely eighteen, you know, or so. You never know. <laughs> All right, I can't believe I thought he was twenty-four. I did that math so wrong. All right, I was sitting there figuring it out. I'm like, dang, that's actually possible. <laughs> like twenty-four years old, like crap, like it's oh, doable. Man. All right, the next question, our mailbag. Uh, by the way, what if Maxi Kleba? He is. He really is. Okay. What if Tyson Chandler passes medical at OKC? This is this, fascinating. This this comes from Connor Noon. This is one of my favorite ones uh, suggested. So, uh, Connor, 
so the the context is in February of two thousand nine, uh, the the Thunder. I, were they still the Thunder? Yeah, I guess they were. The, there was the first yeah. year of the Thunder at that point. Um, they made a trade for Tyson Chandler for like random stuff, like Joe Smith, C.J. Wilcox, like random stuff. This is a this is a young Tyson Chandler. What was he? 24, 20, 25, something like that. Yeah, it was like New Orleans. Tyson yeah, Chandler. New Orleans Hornets with Chris Paul and, and David West and all that stuff. And they make Have this fun of retirement, it, David West. Thank you. You're done. <laughs> Keep on going. The Xavier grad from Cincinnati. Um, he they make this trade, and the you know when you make a trade in the NBA. The other team has to improve the player, approve the player's medicals, and so they get to you know look at all the stuff. They get an examination, and so you see sometimes when it says you know a trade is just pending medical, then they have you know they check over the player and blah blah. blah. If something's wrong with them, then maybe they go back on it. And this is what happened in this case where they looked at Tyson Chandler and he had this toe problem, and the Thunder did not want any part of it, and so they canceled the trade and they sent Tyson Chandler back. Tyson Chandler was was flabbergasted. Obviously the rest of the league is flabbergasted and Tyson Chandler ended up being okay. <laughs> and then this then, deal, this deal was like done. Like Sam yeah, Presti it, released a, a whole like statement talking about how excited they were for Tyson Chandler. And, and now he had ties to Oklahoma city and like all this different stuff. And then this happens the next day. And this, t- okay. So this team that traded for Tyson, it was during the season. It was during the trade deadline in 2009. This team won 23 games. So maybe they're a little bit better with Tyson. Maybe the injury keeps him out for the rest of the year. Um, and maybe they just tank and, you know, and keep Tyson out of it. But the next season was when the Thunder won 50 games. That was 2010. This is Harden and Ibaka's rookie year. So imagine in 2010 they have a starting lineup of Russell Westbrook, James Harden, <laughs> Kevin Durant, Ibaka, and Tyson Chandler. Maybe they bring Harden off the bench, maybe, you know, whatever. But they have that five that they can throw out there at some point. They they there's and they're an all old, under twenty six. There's an old Chad Ford man. Chad Ford is one of my favorite draft people. Uh, Aloha, um, Chad Ford, wherever you are. <laughs> um, there's an old Ch- Chad Ford thing of, of talking about this trade, and he was talking, and this was like when the trade went down in February of that year. Uh, uh heading into the draft, he said, "Man, now OKC ha- has this young core of Westbrook, Durant, uh, and Tyson." Um. Man, Tyson was a uh, former number one pick. Yeah, and he said a kid by the name of James Harden would be a perfect fit for this team <laughs> uh, coming out of Arizona State. And that's what's crazy about it is yeah, they trade for Tyson in February. In June, they draft you know Harden, and that's just like that's just wild that the fact that Tyson probably wouldn't have affected that much at that point or for the rest of the season, especially because you know they weren't very good. But if they could have pulled off. Tyson with KD, Russ, and Harden, and even Ibaka. I mean, that's that's insane. You got to look farther down. And say they don't. They probably they don't trade Jeff Green for for Perkins at that point. They yeah, keep they Jeff Green, to. which Jeff Green was a solid player for them back then. Um, and I would like this is one of those situations where I feel like they would have won a title. Like I think Tyson would have been that big of a deal for him. Uh, he would have been a free agent in a year or two after that. But, but they had the money because they were all in their rookie deals. Yeah, so like Dallas doesn't get Tyson at that point, <laughs> probably. Yeah. And uh, yeah, which is crazy. And it could mean 2011 is OKC's title year and and not Dallas's. And then ultimately it could have 
led to Kevin Durant still being in Oklahoma City right now. Wow, wow, wow. Lots of stuff coming. Okay. For a toe. So the, <laughs> that ended up being fine. <laughs> so the Thunder won 50 games in 2010. Can you name their starting center? Was it Kristich? Nina Kristich? Nanad Kristich. <laughs> are, are you serious? Yeah. Was he was st- in that Perkins deal. That's the only reason why I know that name. Yeah, he was their starting He was their starting five for pretty much the whole year. That's wild. Wow. That's crazy. That is insane. So that was a good one. Thanks, Connor. I appreciate it on that one. Uh, all right. I think I think we've done enough. I think we can I think we split this into three because we talk so long. <laughs> how many, how many have we done? Not many. I think we did like five. <laughs> Holy crap, bro. So alright guys, we're uh, we're gonna split this into a couple parts. We'll have some next week. Uh the next series that we're gonna work on after this one, after we finish this mailbag, is we're going to do our positional rankings like we did last year. We're going to try as best we can to categorize the different starting players in the league into you know point guard, shooting guard, all that kind of stuff. One, two, three, four, whatever you want to call them. And we're remember gonna... last year where we had Gary Harris. Yeah, it was no where I had Gary Harris. It was embarrassing. <laughs> we find these like players that we we both have or try to find the uh, the players we have the biggest difference in and Gary Harris was like one of our top ones. Yeah, so we we rank them throughout the league. So, you know, LeBron would be number 1 in in small forward. Uh, uh. Durant would be number 2. If you're a smart person, <laughs> he would be number 2. Just I'm just giving an example. Why do you have to go against my example, dude? <laughs> Lance Stevenson, I mean, probably in top 5 shooting guards. <laughs> Did you see him dunk the other day, Isaac? He can still dunk. Stop. And so, so we'll, we'll rank them that way. And then we take, I take all the numbers of all the, the different players' rankings, and then I do an average, and we figure out who has the highest you know, ranking, which teams we think are going to be the best. Obviously, the Warriors are going to win, but we're trying to figure out where, where everybody else is going to be. No way. <laughs> so that's what we're going to work on next. Uh, but Monday and possibly Wednesday, we'll continue to bring another mailbag. And I uh, got a whole bunch of more questions and what ifs. Guys, we, guys. Have a, we have a ton left of what if the Mavericks are in the East? What if they didn't get Luka? What if, I mean, there's so many different ones. What if that Dirk w- didn't get injured in the 03 uh, Western Conference Finals? That one was interesting. Yeah, that was fun. The one that actually, the one that most intrigued me was what if Andre Godala signs with the Mavs instead of the Warriors? This was in 2013. And this was yeah. this is actually going to happen, and there was something that happened to to stop Andre Iguodala from signing. And this could honestly a series of moves that was insane. This could honestly have stopped the Warriors dynasty. It's it's insane. I for, I totally forgot about this. What if uh, that was from Chad Stanton? So we'll talk about that one when we do our next mailbag on Monday. So be sure to tune in. Be sure to subscribe if you're not. And uh, by the way, we do these on we have them on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And, uh, and Stitcher as well. So if you want to listen to it in a different way, you can do that. I post a lot of them on Mavs Moneyball. Uh, I haven't been doing that for no apparent reason. And so you, you can check them out on there too. Um, but yeah, follow me at Nick Van Exit. Follow Isaac I, at Isaac L. Harris. Follow Locked on Mavs. Let's get to 1,000. The 1,000th person will get a shout-out and a very nice thing we will say about your family. Peace out. Boom. <laughs>